Hello and welcome to the BHBC Pastors Podcast, where we seek to bring biblical and pastoral insight to everyday issues for the people of BHBC. I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. There it is. And it is 2021. We're excited. We're Happy here. Happy New Year again. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, one thing that is very... Frosty the Snowman. Happy New Year! Isn't that what he said? Happy New Year? Frosty. I think so, yeah. Like, every time they put the hat on him. Yeah. It's been a minute since I've Happy seen it. Happy New Year! Sorry, <laughs> let me take the hat off. Someone did. <laughs> as uh, ubiquitous with this time of year as Frosty the Snowman are New Year's resolutions. Woohoo! Year after year after year, countless Americans and people Let me pull mine out. There you Yes. Make these resolutions. This year, I am going to... Pastor Brian, I will give you one crisp dollar if you can guess what, by a landslide, is the number one New Year's resolution. I'm going to lose weight. Lose weight! It's not even close. You have other things. Read more, be healthier, save more, all the, but that's leaps how, and bounds. That's how I did it last year. I made a New Year's resolution. <laughs> that's the ticket. Man, that's what I've been missing out on. I need you just to... To, uh, to make it my resolution, and that, that'll be that. Um, whereas, that's the language of resolutions, right? Whereas, where, whereas, <laughs> I resolve. Two, two people are going to get that reference, and they're both recording the podcast right now. <laughs> yes. So we, we want to talk about New Year's resolutions, the good, the bad, how we as Christians should approach such things. So, so PB, what are your thoughts on New Year's resolutions? Next question. No. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. Pass. I don't find them helpful. I don't think that they're necessarily. They're they're, they're not sinful or anything right. to make re- resolutions, but I don't find them helpful mm-hmm. um, at all. So when is this? So we're recording. Newsflash: We're recording this prior. <laughs> this to... This isn't live. This isn't live. So when is this supposed to go so live? This, this will go live in early January. We're here at the end of 2020. So. Early January, so I'm like maybe the second week in January. Yeah, sure. So, so most of the people listening to this, if this is the second week in January, have already broken <laughs> some of their resolutions, or at least most of maybe not. The people we have listening to this are top-notch people, so of they course. probably yeah. haven't broken their resolutions. But everyone but, else, but in the in society <laughs> at a lar- at, 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 as a whole, most of the people yeah. by mid-January have already uh, broken some of their resolutions. Mm. Indeed. So it's just not, they're just not helpful in my, my estimation. No. Uh, and, and they're, so I, I, I think that's well said. We could end the podcast here, but we've got some more time, so let's keep going. Um, they, they are just fraught with, with, with pitfalls left and right for you to get into trouble. So um, a few things that as I was preparing for this thought through, um, they can be fairly arrogant, assuming that you either, on the one hand, have control over your life to make these changes happen, or two, that it's expected that you bear the weight of those things on your own. Um, So something like losing weight is a fairly physical thing, but other things like be more loving, be more kind, to approach those from simply a works-based, oh, well, I've made it my resolution to do this, so I'm going to work harder, can be dangerous, both in the sense of we are not able to do all of these things things. We don't have the ability to just say, oh, well, I'm going to change everything about who I am. But then at the same time, they can deny God's sovereignty. Again, I I doubt that anyone is going to explicitly do that, but to assume that we have full control over our lives and the decisions we make and the things that we commit to and just to completely leave 
God out of the equation is is dangerous. Proverbs 16:9 says the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. And then James talks about in James chapter 4 verses 13 to 17. He says, "Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and try to make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes." Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. Um, so just want to be cautious about how we approach these resolutions, even before we get to what resolutions we make, if any. Any thoughts on that, trying to get kind of underneath why we feel the need to make resolutions, Pastor Brian? Um, I don't know... I don't presume to know why people feel the need to make resolutions. Um, I do think it's important, though. I'm, so we, we don't want to, we also don't want to fall into a, um, you know, fatalistic kind of say, well, really, I don't need a plan, plan of doing anything because it's all in the Lord's hands. And when the Lord does clearly command us, <coughs> excuse me, you know, for example, to love others. And so we're commanded to love others. And so to say I want to be more loving mm-hmm. and I want to model Christ-like love in a better way is is not, uh, I would say that's actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. But if you want to recognize then how you go about doing that yeah. or or what happens, should I, should I fail to do that? Mm-hmm. Um, so oftentimes the, the problem I have with resolutions is people typically take them as like all or nothing. And so I want to lose weight. Um, I gained a half a pound in the month of January. There, throw it out the window. Mm. You know, well, if you're morbidly obese um, and you say I want to lose weight, I would say that's a good thing. You you ought to want to lose weight to be a be a good steward of your body. Um, and so to to do that is a good thing. But then to take it as an all or nothing, like mm. I'm a failure as a human being if I don't lose weight. Mm. That would be to me the danger and where resolutions I find often end up is, is yeah, I made 12 resolutions and they were all broken by mid-February. Yeah. Um, and so therefore I'm, I'm just useless as a human being. Well, you know, we, we talked about my weight loss journey on a podcast a while back. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, were, there, were, there were months and there was even one spell where I went for like two months and didn't lose a pound for two months and I was you know, I was like, man, this is, you know, just, just kind of hit a plateau mm-hmm. uh, before I, you know, started losing weight toward my goal weight again. And, um, and so we just have to be careful not to say, to, to look at a time like that and say, okay, well, that means that that describes who I am. Uh-huh. Um, that is not who I am. I am who I am in Christ. And so uh, I am, uh, so my identity is rooted in Christ. Not my, my identity is not rooted in how well I keep some resolutions. And so I typically, I don't call them resolutions. I, I make goals, mm-hmm. um, which somebody would say that's just semantics. <laughs> and maybe it is semantics, but I'm, so for me, a goal is though, is something, okay, this is, I'm shooting for this, but this isn't something like if I, if I fall short of this, um, you know, to, to use the weight loss thing. Let's say you're, you're, you have, you make a resolution or a goal, whatever you want to call it, to lose 40 pounds this year. You know, at the end of the year, you lose 30 pounds. Were you a failure? No, I don't think you were a failure. You, you, you made progress in that direction, so that was a good thing. And you didn't reach your ultimate goal, which is fine, not a, not a crisis. Mm. And so, um, yeah, resolutions, though, 
typically, again, in my experience, have been all or nothing type of um, endeavors. And and then once you, you know, gym memberships get sold out the wazoo in January, oh, right. and you know people a dollar a year, a dollar a month, you can uh -huh. sign up for a gym membership. And um, by the end of uh, end of January, we're not we're not going to the gym anymore. Yeah. No, when, when we lived in Montgomery County, we were members of a gym, and they actually asked us not to come in early January because of the influx. They said, just wait a few weeks, and then it will be fine, and sure enough, it was, but they actually asked us, you know, regulars, quote-unquote, to just hold off because of this, in, this very temporary influx, so no, that's spot on. Um, one other concern that I have with, with resolutions is they often, not always, but they are often are either very self-serving or very self-centered. I want to lose weight. I want to get this financial milestone. I want to be able to do this. I want to travel to this. I want, and again, many of these things are good things. We are called to be good stewards of what God has given us. Our bodies are part of that. We need to have good financial stewardship. God has given us a beautiful world, and so to travel is to be able to enjoy God's glory across the globe. Maybe not during a pandemic, but you get what I'm saying. And yet, if that is the only category of resolutions we have, I think it reveals something about our heart that. I want to better myself when, as Christians, we're called to live lives of self-sacrifice, to put others, to count others as more significant to ourselves. And so just to be mindful as you think through such things, is the commonality between your resolutions a me-centered one? Or are your resolutions to care for others, to um, share the gospel more regularly, to give more generously? things of that nature. Again, not across the board, but just something to keep in mind on this front. Um, so then, Pastor Brian, to that end, my final question for you. Generally speaking, as our listeners are thinking through such things, what helpful goals might you suggest? Just what, what comes to mind in terms of things that we should be pursuing in this 2021 year of our Lord? We should be pursuing, so assuming we're speaking mostly to Christians here, uh, which I think would be a safe bet. We should be pursuing Christ. Mm. Um, you, know, you often hear me say in sermons, I will say, you know, that a year from now, six months from now, we're more like Jesus than we are today. Mm. And so, so here at the beginning of 21, 2021, if uh, that maybe at the end of 2021, you'll be a little more like Jesus than you are right now. And you could accomplish that in any number of ways. Uh, chief among those would be certainly reading your Bible, mm. uh, spending time in the Bible, not just reading it, but studying it, memorizing it, um, spending time in prayer, spending time in fellowship with other brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, most notably on the Lord's Day when we gather together to worship. Uh, but even beyond that, spending time, so that and which is also a fabulous tool for uh, so if you, if you have some goals that you're trying to accomplish, uh, include other people in those goals. Yeah. So that's a way to you know to to hold yourself accountable. If you know it, if it's a good and number one, uh, you know to what you said earlier, maybe maybe it's not a good and godly goal. Maybe you have a goal and and then a Christian brother or sister can just say, really, why do you want to pursue that? What you know what's mm. up with that? And and they might be able to give you some feedback on on. Uh, you know, and perhaps it is a good goal, but maybe it's not. And so, to, you know, to 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 share that openly with somebody is, you know, to allow them to speak some truth into your life. Um, but also, then, to just to have the accountability. So, to have a friend in Christ, a brother or sister in Christ, who can uh, come to you at the end of March and say, "Hey, I remember you sharing with me back back in January that you're trying to do these things. How's how's it going?" 
um, and just a, a way of encouragement um, along the way. And so, so there are lots of good goals. I have some goals of some things that uh, that I want to read. No, no surprise there that I do a lot of reading. And so, um, some some books that I want to read next year and be a part of. I have some uh, fitness goals that I that I want to um, achieve in 2021, and uh, just different things. And so, um, but. I think important to include other people in those goals that's, is helpful. That's excellent. Thank you for that. So, listeners, we'll leave you with the words of the Apostle Paul from Philippians 3. He writes, Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. May that be all of our goal, resolution, what have you, in this new year. Thank you, dear listeners, for joining us. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. This has been the PHBC Pastors Podcast.